the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Saturday morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings and your uh, investments in your retirement. Our motto and philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's a key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively, invest conservatively. We've been on for over 15 years, one of Houston's top financial radio shows, and really discussing these big issues. Uh, we, we always try to start out the importance of saving money and uh, building up wealth. Uh, and, and, and I think more than ever, it's important to do that. Uh, it, 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 you, you start with, with your savings plan, your re- retirement plan. I came across some interesting statistics here. The well, Let me see here. Let me pull those up. 60, let's see you know, of the of the baby boomers, only about seventy one percent of them are are confident, or somewhat confident for retirement. And if you look at it, uh, it, 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 it it's uh, in Generation X, only fifty six percent of them even have a retirement plan. And look, we're coming up on a debt crisis here in the United States. We can't. We don't want to sign the debt extension. Uh, Joe Biden is adamant that he's not going to cut spending, uh, and, and, and even the, even back to the levels of, of, of what's it twenty twenty two. And and spending has gotten out of control in the United States. We spent we look we we've spent over five trillion dollars uh, fighting COVID uh, and, and battling that. We've had trillion dollar deficits in twenty. Uh, 20, 21, 22, 23, uh, going forward, about 61% of this stuff has been financed, which is spending money like there's no tomorrow. And this you know, infrastructure program, 1.1 billion, a billion trillion dollar up, the Green New Deal, that they, uh, they, they actually called it, we're going to defeat, what is it, uh, beat inflation or something like that. But, you know, honestly, it, it, it's just astonishing the amount of money these people spend. And, uh, and, 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 and the spending has gotten out of control. I don't, I, you know, I, it's becoming increasingly hard that it's going to be controlled. And so you're going to look. We're headed for trouble. There's just no other way around it. Uh, you know, 
Last week on the show, we mentioned uh, Stanley Druckenmiller. And we said, look, Stanley's a guy I followed my life. I've listened to what he said. He's got, he might have the best, sure, or one of the top five track records on Wall Street. Uh, really, he's retired now. Uh, runs family money, but but out there, uh, he, he goes back 30 years of investing, you know, and, 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 and just after we, we talked about him, he was at the Sone Conference, which is a huge conference, and uh, uh, it's a kind of a, a, a charitable event in New York that uh, and, and people pay money to hear these people talk, and they pay, and, and, and the money goes to charity, I believe, and, 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 and they sit there, and, and so Stanley talked in. It, it's all. It's been all over the internet since then. Uh, after we brought it up last week, and we try to get you stuff ahead of time. But but, but Stanley Druckenmiller, I mean, he 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 said a couple things. He, he said that this uh, approaching budget, uh, you know, that we're going to raise the budget cap, the, the spending cap, the deficit cap, uh, or, or not, is is like sitting on the Santa Monica Pier and looking. Oh, there's or sitting in Santa Monica and oh, there's a thirty foot wave coming. We're worried it might take out the Santa Monica Pier. And then, under, and then not not talking about the wave ten miles out that that that's a hundred two hundred feet tall that's going to sit there and take out half the city. And it's the same thing with this deficit. You know, we are headed for trouble. This show has been ahead of almost everybody else with the Russia war. Saying this was a mistake. We said they they, they, they tried to sit there and, and crack the Russians using sanctions, and what it did is it re- is resulted in the bifurcation of the global financial system for the first time since Bretton Woods. This goes back to World War II. We had a, a cohesive financial system based on the dollar. That the that, that U.S. dollar was the world's reserve currency. This gave us tremendous benefits. That be able to do things to run deficits, to spend money, uh, and get away with things that most other countries can't. And you couple that with a, 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 a free market economy, the most innovative people on planet Earth, and, and, and you're going to have a dynamo that's going to grow like crazy. And, 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 but but they, they, they wanted to get Putin, you know, this was their time to take out Vladimir Putin. And, and, and so they, they, they went all in, you know, they, like a riverboat gambler, uh, Joe Biden, pushed all his chips on the table and said, look, you don't give up right now and accept defeat, uh, Vladimir. We're going to remove you from the SWIFT system. We're going to remove you from the financial system. We're, we're also confiscating your, your, your assets at the central bank. Okay, so if he wins, Joe Biden controls the world. The global economic forum controls the world. The problem was is Vladimir Putin called his bluff. And said, uh-uh, we've been stockpiling, uh, we've been reducing our, our debt in, in Russia, we've been stockpiling gold, we've been stockpiling commodities, we think, he thought, he figured he could ride it out. But the problem wasn't that. You know, it would, if it would have been just been that, you know, we will eventually probably win, but the problem was every other country in the world saw what the United States did and they go, oh my God, we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars on, on, on weapon systems, on, on, on tanks, planes, jets, missiles, uh, for war. And the U.S. is going to fight the war also on a financial basis. Therefore, we have to have a plan so we're not connected, we, that we can disconnect from the global financial system. We need to be able to disconnect from the Federal Reserve. 
We need to be able to disconnect from the dollar because otherwise we'll be at the beck and call of the United States of America. And so Joe Biden weaponized the, United, the global financial system and the dollar, which we controlled in the Swiss system. And now the problem is everyone is having to have a defense against the Swiss Swift banking system against the dollar uh, hegemony uh, as, a, as a reserve currency. And, and so this is going to make our life very tough. Now, if we did this at the same time, so what's happening? Other countries around the world are reducing their dollar holdings. You know, all of China, all around the world, are reducing their treasury holdings. Well, at the same time, the United States, Joe Biden, we're spending a trillion, two trillion dollars a year. Is Oh, I'm sorry. Deficit spending a trillion to two trillion dollars a year on a twenty-one, twenty-two trillion dollar economy. As far as the eye can see, and, and the rest of the world is, is at the same time saying, "Look, we're not, we're back, and we don't really want treasuries because you guys could confiscate our money." And and, and so, so where's this money going to come from? And the, this is the problem. This is the, the problem. Is 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 they made it. They made, in my opinion, a catastrophic mistake in, in their zeal to take out Putin and, and, and get rid of oil and gas. I, I believe a lot of this is related to oil and gas. And it, 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 it was disastrous consequences. So here we have, we've got trillion-dollar deficits. I think the deficit is supposed to be a trillion and a half dollars this year. As far as the eye can see, we can't control our budget. Wait, you understand, spending has stayed about the same, this is very roughly speaking, in twenty. 21, 22, and now 23. You said, oh, Ted, what's the problem here? Well, understand, in 2022, the United States economy was shut down for a number of months, effectively. The U.S. government came and said, look, we're going to try to make people as whole as possible. We don't want people. We spent more than, I think, in any other country as percentage of GDP doing this. So we had massive spending on the level of World War II, World War II spending. Well, and then the economy started, you know, the economy was in the dumps, it was bad, people were frightened, but the economy started coming back, it started coming back, it came roaring back, inflation came back. They, that was the golden opportunity, once in a generation opportunity to cut back that spending, because the economy's booming, inflation's there, everything is there to cut back spending, pull back uh if anybody, you know, at the time, you cut back spending. If some people get laid off in the government or elsewhere, they can go find a job right away in corporate America elsewhere. It was a, it was an opportunity to, but they didn't do it. They said, oh, but Joe Biden goes, look, we need to rebuild our infrastructure. We've got to get rid of all. We have to do net zero CO2 by 2050. If we don't reduce CO2, everybody on planet Earth is going to die. Really. Yeah, that's completely believable, but they went with it, and uh, and they they kept spending this money. Well, the problem is is that look, you're coming up on retirement. What 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 does anybody listening to me think is going to happen when when we see with with this record de deficits, people pulling out of the dollar, their de-dollarization around the world, massive uh, deficit spending uh, uh, it, that that cannot be controlled in any shape, form, or fashion? We're going to either get two things: we're either going to get a deflation or an inflation. Both of them are not good. And in both cases, if we get a big deflation, there's no way they're going to be able to cover those, those the entitlement programs that they put in place, including Social Security. Uh, hey, here's an, uh, Cody, again, you know, listening to what Jeff, uh, that, uh, uh, Stanley Druckenmiller said, and again, we talked about Stanley Druckenmiller last week on the show. 
Uh, and, now, and, he, and he does this thing uh, this week at the Sloan Conference, and he's all over the Internet. People, people are, are retweeting this. Uh, they're, they're talking about the conference. Uh, but but the, this is what he said. France is, is raising the retirement age, and they have some ridiculous retirement age. You can retire at like 56, or they're raising it to 60 or 65. But, and, and so Macron, there's huge protests all over the place. Well, if you look at something called the fiscal the fiscal gap, uh, which, which, which is which is basically the it's it, it, it's it's the point where you'd have to raise taxes today to fund out your entitlements going forward. So if you if you say, look, here's what we're going to do: we're just going to solve this problem. We're going to raise everybody's taxes to, and solve our problem. In France, it was two point four percent. In the United States, it's seven point seven percent. So it's it's more than twice. Twice as much, almost three times as much taxes. What this means is they're going to have to raise taxes on the American people 40% or cut back spending 35% in order to fund these entitlements for your retirement. And the answer is, look, that's, it's going to be real difficult. You know, as as Druckenmiller says, you cut you cut government spending 35%, you're going to put yourself in a recession and make matters worse. So either way it goes, it's going to be tough, and it's going to be more important than ever to to navigate successfully through this. It's interesting, somewhere in that, in that talk, I don't have the exact quote, but Druckenmiller did not take collapse of the financial system off the table. This guy is one of the smartest. He's a macro guy, as good as anybody I've ever seen out there. Uh, and, and, and he wouldn't take it off the table. And that, that, that should be very disconcerting to many people. Uh, he's extremely wealthy, and, 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 he, and he, he's been concerned about the United States and the spending for years. But so... So I think it, it, it's more important than ever. It's going to be it, you, you want to continue to manage through this and understand the, the world we're in. It, it, interesting, some of the things that that he came up with that, that he's investing in. It, it, his style is very similar to ours in a, in a way. He he likes to wait around. Uh, he, he invests, but but he likes to have higher levels of cash because he waits for that. He calls it a fat pitch. Where you really, you know, it's a pretty easy shot to knock it over the park uh, versus trying to get a whole, you know, get a whole run and you know the ball's coming at you, uh, you know, uh, at a hundred miles an hour. It, it, it's, it, it's, but but he says, look, you've got to have the cash available to do that, and and and, and so. So he has some strategies similar. His different, his different idea. I, I wrote down some of the things he said just because I thought it would interest uh, our listeners. Is he, he, he basically likes the he thinks uh, biotechnology. He likes AI. Uh, th- those are th- there's a couple of his. Uh, he thinks on, after a pullback housing. Uh, and uh, he likes gold and silver as well. It, it, to his point, is other countries have decided, uh, you know, uh, you know that uh, they're, they're getting out of the dollar, and the gold is a good place for it to be. Uh, in, in an inflationary world, gold gold does well. In deflation, gold does well. The interesting thing, what Stanley said, this is something that we've been wrestling with. But he thinks we're coming into into a hard landing. Uh, he thinks it's happening in the second quarter of this year, which is we're in the second quarter. He said when you look back, the economist, he thinks it'll have started right around now. 
The trick is he's struggling whether we're going to have deflation or inflation. It, it kind of reading between the lines, what he's saying is it's somewhat similar to ours. He's expecting to inflation to fall, but the question is at what point the economy slows as the Fed start rushing in doing quantitative easing, and th- at that point in time. That's when you, that's when you get your second surge of inflation, and that's going to be the real dangerous one. I mean, that that's where because we're not going to have the the world that are the, uh, helping us out. Uh, it, we're we're, we're going to be people are going to be much wiser to uh, inflation. So interest rates are going to go up quicker. It, and so this, I still think it's more of inflation because the problem these guys all run into in the United States in the end, excuse me, in the end, our, our, our entitlements and our spending is so so huge that we didn't have in the 30s. That almost the only way they can get out of this is to is to is to spend is to print money, and and I think that's what it's all going to come down to in the end is is to print the money because if you just inflate things out so the dollar's worth 50 percent what it once was and things are 50 percent more and you keep the same benefits, you basically inflate your way out of the problem. And, and I that so that's what I think we're doing, and that, that's why. It, it, this is a different world for your retirement, and you have to understand that the last 30 years are over, as we talked about. We've had declining interest rates, declining inflation, basically a lot of prosperity in the country. We had globalization. Everything was going well. Companies were growing everywhere. Uh, margins, corporate margin record highs. That's all coming to an end. Taxes are going up. Uh, inflation's going up. Interest rates are going up. Uh, it, it, and it is a different world. Indexing worked in that world. Uh, uh, you know, just 60, 40 stock and bonds, put it in the S&P 500 index, a couple of indexes, and, and you don't have to do anything. That world has changed. It's much more volatile than we're seeing that with, with the worst re- returns on 60, 40 in the last, in fact, in, in U.S. history, the worst bond market uh, it, since the 19, uh, some people say 1790, others people say 50 years. A, a bad year last year. This is what we're. This is what we're going to see. It's a different world, and you want to invest differently. We're going to discuss that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, the, a couple interesting things. Uh, that, that, you know, another thing that, 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 that I've seen all over the place this week, which is, to me, just fascinating, is, uh, and this ties into something we've been talking about for a while, is Apple, Apple Computer. And Apple is, I'm not sure it's Apple Computer, but Apple, okay, Apple, it, it, I, I thought one of the stories was Apple, Apple is, is, is one of the largest they said if stock markets in the world, it's basically the United States, Japan, I think Japan, and Apple Computer are are, are the are the are the are the three biggest markets in the world. And if you look at Apple Computer, it's about two point seven trillion dollars in market capitalization. The whole UK market is about two point six trillion. In France, is about one point eight trillion. And India is at at at, at one point four, and, and Germany is at one point two trillion. So it's almost Germany's is almost is is half the size of Apple Computer in market capitalization. And if you look at Germany, you get uh, Allianz, Deutsche uh, Tele- uh, Telecom, Lindy, Merck, uh, SAP. I think that's the uh, German Merck, Siemens, VW. Uh, I think Mercedes-Benz, Airbus, I think, uh, uh, th- those type of companies in there, which are just, you know, it, it, it's truly extraordinary. It, and if you add up Microsoft and Apple, it's about 14% of the S&P 500 right now. It, 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 you add up the, I think it's Microsoft, Apple, Google, uh, Facebook, NVIDIA, Maybe Netflix or it works. It's twenty eight. The, the the tech sector is twenty eight percent. It's becoming a very big number of the S and P five hundred. And why this is something we're watching is is we saw this in uh, we saw this in in in, in November of of, of twenty. 21, where we said, we, I mean, we had almost exactly the same things. I don't think NVIDIA was in it, talking about the same. We weren't talking about the market capitalization of Germany, but but it, it, at the time, but but they're dominating the indexes. It, they, those stocks that I mentioned, they're up huge because of AI, and uh, the market would be something, there, a couple of things, it would either be up 
2% or it would be down 2%, depending on how you look at it, if you took those things out. And so we've got a very, very narrow breadth in the stock market. It's all being driven by this AI boom, and uh, which is which is look, it's, I mean, it's fascinating about AI. I, I think it was like 98% of the companies reporting mentioned they're involved in AI. Well, I mean, I don't understand how that AI could be out, have, you know, basically made a big boom in the last three months with chat GPT and all of a sudden, you know, that just means they had somebody looking at it. They're not all involved in it, but it, it, it's look. this is AI is going it, to, it's interesting. AI is, is, it's going to cost millions of jobs. The difference between AI and, 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 for instance, the social media boom we've had back in, you know, about 10 years ago or so, you know, with, with your Facebook, your, those type of companies, uh, social media, you know, in a lot of, they really, I'm not completely convinced they really, if you look at productivity, productivity is not coming, it has not really grown. Uh, what, what could make this difference is the AI could be, lead to a lot more productivity going forward, which should be positive. But the outside of it is, I think it's going to cause people to be much more secretive. I think, uh, you know, it, it, because the problem is, if you put AI doing everything out there, then if AI goes and helps you do it, and you pick up all this information, well, AI now knows you have it, and somehow if it leaks out somewhere else, another AI is going to use the same type of stuff. So it's going to cause, it's going to cause companies to uh, and countries to hide economic data, to hide information, to hide sales, to hide what they're doing, because you don't know what the AI picking up on it and telling and do it. A very interesting story came out, and and and, and you know, we we talked about it a, a couple of uh, I think it was last week or last couple of weeks is that China is now limiting what what uh, what. The, the, the economic data, so different, you know, things like uh, industrial production, uh, performance of auto sector, all those types of, 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 of statistics, they're limiting them out. They don't want them getting out. They're, they're, they're now putting them kind of behind walls because they don't want it getting it out. Now, looking at it at first, that, that's the first thing you do if you're planning for war because you don't want the other side to see what your industrial production capability is of tanks or maybe semiconductors to go into the tanks and missiles or various things like that. And so, so what we're looking at is, is a situation where it could be that the Chinese are doing this because because they don't want AI perusing through all this data and then giving information on to the U.S. on how China is doing, because China is viewing this more as a wartime situation with the United States, which I believe they're preparing for and doing. But but it's going to cause other other companies and individuals. You're not going to want your data out there. You're not going to want Apple, and you're not going to want Google and stuff knowing everything you're doing. You're not going to what. You're not going to be able to. To, to, to see what to know what music you're listening to on your Spotify or your Apple Play because all of that stuff is where all, they see Apple playing all these people seeing where your meetings are when that that is all going to be you can cr- feed all that information and data within less than five years they're going to be able to predict everything about you 
And so this is going to lead to a completely different world going forward. I think it's going to be siloed of information. I think one of the things that's come out about Apple AI, this is going to lead to the siloing of information, of personal, corporate, all types of information is going to be siloed and hidden away. Because because the problem you run into is, is this stuff can be used against you it used to, you know, it's a, some of the companies I'm involved with, you know, I'm talking to these companies, we can't keep, you've got to take this off the thing. You can't put this in the in the deck or whatever because it, it, you don't know where it's going to go. And with AI, that can sift through all types of stuff and pull up, pull up what you wrote. And so we're going to a very different world. And so the, the AI is very exciting. Artificial intelligence is very exciting. We, uh, we've got chat GPT and uh I used it the other day on the radio. Actually, I, was, I, I asked it to give me the uh, the uh, the maximum tax deduction for twenty twenty for twenty twenty two no for twenty twenty three and and uh, I just hit it real quick it, and I look wait wait that's not right it gave it to me for twenty twenty two because a lot of people are doing their taxes in twenty twenty three and then they're and that they're, they're trying to figure out what they can put away in twenty twenty two so it, it's not a perfect thing but it's going to become more and more powerful so this is a big game changer but <clears throat> right now there this has driven up a very small group of stocks uh, going forward we'll we'll see how this plays out uh but 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 i i think i think if you remember in 1999, the you know the, the tech the, the the you had the internet bubble. I mean, but once that blew up, there was tremendous opportunities. I, it, I'm not, I think I think right now things are very expensive in these markets. I, I think there. I think I think it's still it requires caution. Can we get a, a, a breakout in the market the upside? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people short the market because they're like, look, uh, interest rates have gone from zero to five percent in the last. 12, 14 months, uh, the, uh, the the economy appears to be slowing. Uh, we're at war with Russia. The, the, we have a debt ceiling coming up here shortly, a fight there. Uh, the, the, uh, things have completely broken down on our southern borders. Our borders are in a state of collapse, literally, in the United States. Crime, crime is now sparring so badly out of control that a lot of big cities are becoming unlivable. Companies, uh, country, uh, Stores are shutting down, like like uh, the uh, T-Mobile store, uh, the Whole Foods, all those type of different stores like that. Targets in, in San Francisco that keeps everything behind locked counters. It's extraordinary statistic. Every ten minutes, uh, somebody tries to shoplift things out of out of their, their 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 store in one of their stores in San Francisco. Every ten minutes, and you can't blame the shoplifters because the policy in San Francisco is if you get caught shoplifting, you just have to ask to give it back. There, there is no rule, but it's complete breakdown of the rule of law in San Francisco. It, it, look. All you need to do is go back to ancient Rome. What was it Caesar? I think when Caesar was fleeing or something like that, the law completely, rule of law completely broke down in Rome. <laughs> I mean, there's like thousands of years of of, of history, and, 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 and these, these, these this elite class in the United States of America. Thousands of years of history. I mean, it, it kind of repeats. It rhymes a little bit, and these people come up and they go, "Look, 
I am so smart. I got, you know, 10,000 on my SAT. I went to Harvard University. I'm a member of the elite class. Oh, you are too. This is great. We're so smart. We're much smarter than everyone else. We don't need to pay attention to 2,500, 5,000 years of history because we're so brilliant, like Stephanie Kelton at Harvard, that we can look. You really don't have to stop your spending because I've come up with this theory of my friends, modern monetary theory. If you control your reserve currency, you can spend as much money as you want. If inflation goes up, you just raise taxes a little bit. I mean, it's truly breathtaking and, and, and really frightening and sad how utterly oblivious these people are. It's, it's like they're so deluded by their 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 supposed brilliance, and they, they they sit in this echo chamber with each every the other one telling how smart the other one is, and they come up with one stupid policy after another. Yeah, we we should have we should sit there and have open borders. People should be able to go to any country they want. And you're like, well, our borders in a state of collapse, and there's there's huge amounts of sex trafficking coming across, and and, and drugs, and there's there's probably seventy one thousand additional people, additional Americans dying every year. Additional, I mean, uh, more than the total Vietnam War every year. Uh, uh, Vladimir Putin is, 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 in one year of a war uh, uh, has lost as many people as Joe Biden in two years because of the border being opened at drug traffic, and they pay no attention to it. But and so this tells you that there's severe problems in the United States of America. And, 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 and this, this is a kind of a warning sign that, look, hey, maybe Stephanie Kelton, maybe these people at Harvard, you know, they, they are so utterly smart and so brilliant that they they see stuff that we don't. OK, but now you could take that tack and go, they'll work it through. And, you know, there'll be a great reset or whatever. And, you know, they'll get rid of the dollar. We'll have cryptocurrencies. They'll kill off a third of the people in the country, get rid of cows and oil and gas, and it's all going to work. But, you know. Maybe there's that one small chance they're not that smart, and these people are utter fools. And it's starting to look like that very small chance just might be the case. And so you've got to protect your retirement, as we talked about. And I think so. I think these things are all coming to a head. They're all surging forward. We've got the war. We've got deglobalization. We've got higher inflation. We've we've got. Uh, We've got uh, taxes coming in. We've got Green New Deal mania. We have woke mania. We have borders, crime. All this stuff is likely leading to a big problem. And I think it's important to be a little more cautious overall in your investment strategy. I think I think it's more important to have a higher level of cash in the sidelines. Look, if you can get, you know, three or four percent, five percent with short-term cash. Hey, that's not a bad deal. I mean, how much have you left on the table if the market goes up some more? And, and, and but you know, we, we saw what happened last year. And, and and so these things are all coming down the pike. The economy is slowing. And and looking at if you look at trucking, it's slowing down tremendously. You look at rails, it's slowing down. Uh, housing is is doing remarkably well. You know, there's a theory with so many illegal aliens coming in the country that that they're going to need more housing, and there's a massive shortage of housing already in place, so our young people can't afford housing because they have to compete with all the new illegal aliens that are coming in the country. And, and, and so, but that so housing is whole. I mean, it's remarkable housing is holding up this well. It, you know, mortgages just the other day were you know close to seven percent, and people are still buying housing. 
but but other things are slowing down. Uh, if you look at retail, is starting to slow down quite a bit. Spending is starting to slow down. Uh, industrial production's holding up because we're moving factories back from China. So so it's a very mixed economy. So if you're in the right stuff, you do pretty well. The 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 commodity sector has been doing well. Commodity prices have <clears throat> been falling back. Oil and gas has been dropping, but but if if, if you look at the most recent inflation number, it came in at about. Well, 4.9 percent, which is being viewed as a big positive, but it was really led by lower energy costs. And those lower energy costs are, are are somewhat being driven down. But keep in mind, Joe Biden is emptying our strategic petroleum reserves. He's doing it for two reasons. That the big reason is they're trying to jam inflation down by pushing that number down to try to get inflation out of the way. Eventually, they're going to have to stop. They're probably going to start buying oil and gas. It, 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 or oil for the strategic petroleum reserve, and that's going to push it back up. But right now, he's trying to shove energy prices down to 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 influence the inflation numbers, it, and so that that eventually is going to reverse. There's still been not enough oil and gas drilling. There's not been enough new discoveries out there, and so this this is this is going to be an issue going forward. So we still think commodities are falling in here because of the slowing economy. Understand, all things being equal, we're not we're going into a slowdown. It shouldn't be a bad recession unless we get a severe financial situation, a dislocation, a collapse, or something. And that that's at that point in time, all bets are off. And the reason we bring that up is is because we're at this war with Russia. The Russians. And, and the Chinese, if they if they want to do something in Taiwan or something, it could be there, to their advantage to try to destabilize our financial system. And, and so, in this world today, you have to be materially more cautious about your investing and understand that the risk involved in these different programs. So, what? Let's take a quick break. I've really gone over today. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy in the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big Ten 70 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Morning. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. I think we have a call. Welcome to the Max Out Saving Show. Hey, Ted. Hey, Ted. Morning. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm afraid this inflation is really baked in. Um, I, I went to buy a new new car um, this week. None of the dealers have cars. you got to order them all. So uh, how's that going to lead to lower prices? And used prices are up. Um, Harris County... In Galveston, all these counties are going crazy raising taxes. Um, I own some apartments. We're raising rents. We don't have a choice. So on and on and on. I'm ordering some equipment because of the new EPA requirements and stuff. Uh, you know, with all, with all the extra stuff they have to put in fillers, none of them are available. So, um, you know, yeah, the interest rates will give us a temporary relief, but I think inflation's baked in. Yeah, I, th- I think you're. Look, I think you're right. It's interesting. Wall Street thinks by next year the inflation, late next year, is going to go down to two point one percent. But if you, they, when they interview uh, individuals, they're expecting four to five years at three and a half percent. Look, it does, keep in mind they say inflation went down to four point nine percent. No, that means the in- the rate of inflation went down four point nine percent. Inflation is still going up, which means products are still going up at close to five percent a year, even now. So, it's a, it's a concern. And uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think we're I think we're seeing a slow a slowing of inflation in here. Uh, but uh, but is it going to go away? It's it's going to be tough with 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 the wartime effort, with the uh, with the out of control spending, with with the with the inflation psychology that's gotten into people's minds now. Yeah, and you know taxes are going up, and they're going up by a lot. It's not just a little. How's that going to ever lead to uh, lower rent prices? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that's the problem. I mean, I, it, it's it's been way too easy for these cities and counties, with the, particularly with with the the taxes on the uh, on the uh, on real estate taxes. You just they never cut spending; they just keep raising the taxes. And, and so, look, it, 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 
we're fortunate in Texas. Keep in mind, uh, California right now has got about a 20, I think a 20, over around $20 billion uh, shortfall there. And so uh, yeah, they're going to have to raise taxes and, and cut there. So it's, it's eventually going to work its way over here. Yeah, this inflation is going to take some time to work out. And if you look at this, it comes in waves. That's what it did in the 70s. And I think this is, this is really the analogy we're looking at right now or the analog. Thanks. Good question. Thank you. I, mean, I think this is what you really run into with this inflation is it's very insidious. I mean, the Fed is trying really hard. You know, they said, look, we're not cutting rates. We're going to keep them up here for a while because they're really trying very hard to keep, the, keep get this inflation down to a level where it needs to be. Um, but it's very difficult. Uh, Arthur Burns backed off on inflation, and inflation exploded on him back in the, in the early 70s. And, 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 and so this is it's very similar type of thing. Uh, this Green New Deal stuff is going to be inflationary. The, the, the record government spending is going to be inflationary. Uh, the, the reshoring of jobs, reshoring of manufacturing back to the United States is going to be more inflationary. The, 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 as we talk at the beginning of the show, we spent $5 trillion, some people say $6 trillion, battling COVID and just letting spending get out of control. That, that's more money in the system. I mean, it, you know, the, the money supply went up 30, 30-something percent, uh, and that money's there. I mean, how do you, you – it's hard to get rid of it. And, and, and they, they, all of these things, these are all big trends that are, are leading to the, 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 you know, basically the end of the, of the 40-year uh, de, uh, deflationary surge that, that happened after 1980. Now, now it's the other way. You've got to protect your retirement. How about interesting story here? Uh, parents uh, drain retirement funds to support adult children, and it says that uh, that forty three percent of of the uh, uh, well seventy percent of parents of kids 80, eighteen and older have sacrificed their own finances to help them, and, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, interestingly, uh, the forty three percent say there's. Uh, uh, Supporting kids are draining. Uh, 43% are, are say they're supporting their adult kids has been draining their their retirement funds. Now, interestingly, the Gen X, which is 43 to 58, are more likely than the baby boomers to help their children. With 36% said they made significant monetary sacrifice, uh, it, it, and it, it was it was less for the. This is significant. Uh, 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 Sacrifice in the baby boomers. Now, that's just as people get close to retirement, they realize they don't have an unlimited amount of funds. When you're in your 50, 58 category, you're still making money, and you can kind of, well, I'll just make it up. I'll just put away more savings in the future. But, but once you're retired, it becomes much more difficult to help the kids out. You really have to, to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you're not draining your retirement because it's not going to do the kids any 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 favors if you run out of money then you're both in trouble in the future so particularly when you're retired think long and hard of, of helping the kids out uh, if you do um, look at 70 percent i think that's probably higher than that you know truthfully uh from everything i'm hearing so uh but but just make sure it doesn't damage your retirement particularly once you're retired and yeah you know when you're still working it's a little easier you know to kind of help them out because you've got cash coming in but when you don't have that cash to come in just try to be a little more careful hey ted there was a, a gentleman just called and he didn't want to be on air he was asking uh a question uh 
versus buying stock and versus uh, purchasing real estate, like lakefront real estate, which would, which would you prefer? Like, what's the difference? Uh, real estate or, or buying stock or borrowing on stock? No, buying, buying stock. Okay, so he's borrowing on his stock or his on his real estate. Yeah, he's just asking which should he like invest in. Should he buy stock or should he focus on like real estate? Okay, that's a great question. Actually, thanks, Nikki. Uh, th- look, the answer is wh- most of our clients we invest the retirement in stocks. I think stocks have got a very good long term growth uh, profile. They're also much more liquid than real estate. And, and, and so the, with stocks, your dividends come in, you know, once a quarter or, or, or stocks and bonds, your income comes in uh, and you've got a steady income stream. You have liquidity and you can change up the investment easily. Uh, the long-term record on stocks is very good. Having said that, real estate is, is a good inflation play because you, 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 you either pay cash or you borrow some. Even if you're borrowing some, you're paying it down over time, and then when it's paid off, the real estate cash flows in. Now, the problem with real estate is, is you know, you're, you're living off your real estate, and then all of a sudden you get a call with, you know, the air conditioner's broken. You know, we just had a caller talking about, you know, the expenses he's having to go through. So I, I, I like real estate long-term as an investment. I think it should be in most people's plans to some shape or form or some other type of inflation hedge, oil and gas, energy companies, uh, those type of things. But but uh, real estate uh, uh, is a good point. The, the, the problem people run into real estate, as we see it time and again, is, is they're all real estate and they tend not to buy stocks and that gets them in trouble because then when, when they have a liquidity problem, when they have an issue, something breaks down or something, they don't, they, 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 they don't have the funds. They don't. They don't know where to turn to get the funds, and it becomes much more difficult. Uh, it, 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 you know, one one thing. You know, it, things are always changing, and, and and with the stock and bond portfolio, have the ability to change through it. I mean, we rode through the last year horrible market, doing very very well, very well for our clients because we were able to adjust. It. Whereas if we were in you know commercial real estate, it's been going down. It's continued to go down. How do I get out? What do I do? Interest rates are going up. I might have to refinance. Uh, the final thing I'll say on the real estate is if you're going to get real estate, get a fixed rate loan. Uh, and, 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 and I would I would avoid balloon loans because this, this we're going to see a lot of balloon loans come due in the next couple of years in real estate. These people were borrowing at 3%. And uh, now the prices are going to be much higher. The value of their loan, their, their real estate can be lower. And they, some, a lot of these people are going to lose their properties. So the key with real estate is is don't over leverage, have a fixed rate, have, have a long-term loan. And that, that's the value there uh, and, and have some liquidity. Good, good question. Uh, so, 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 so a couple a couple things to look at here. Uh, it looks like the, the the commodity sector is 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 it's selling off right now. Uh, oil and gas a little bit. Some of the others uh, they're holding up pretty well. What what appears to be happening? There's concern about the China's not doing as well. Uh, the U.S. is slowing down in here. Interestingly enough. The stock market's up is, is 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 moved up quite a bit in here, so one of these two strategies is wrong, and I and I find it real hard to believe that Apple Computer is going to sail right through a recession with no slowdown in earnings, and and or, or anything else. So 
uh, I, I think I think we're coming into a slowdown. It's, it's one of the things where we're different on the max out savings shows. We have been viewing the last couple of years, uh, actually since 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 about February of of of, of twenty twenty two. Uh, with, with that, too. oh, thank you. Uh, in February 20th, we've been looking through the war that this war with Russia was a bigger deal than people realized, particularly when we put the sanctions on. And we, we, we think this is changing the world dramatically. And that's really allowed us to navigate very successfully. I mean, you have to look at everything out there. And a lot of people are afraid to bring that up or say anything. But, but look, we're managing people's retirement. We've got to be right. We've got to look at things through, through a very clear lens and, 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 and make the right decisions. And we try to bring that on the show. We try to be ahead of where things are going. And so I think that I think this this is still coloring the market. This is inflationary. You know, people forget the Fed didn't really raise interest rates till that war started. Then like then they went, oh my God, this is going to be a war. It's bigger than people think and it's going to be inflationary. And so 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 we're seeing that war effort that's causing us to bring back these supply chains from around the world to deglobalization. So you've got a Okay, we've got a very mixed economy right now, and again, you want to have you want to have cash on the sidelines for that uh, fat pitch, as Larry, as Stanley Druckenmiller likes to say, so you can take advantage of that and protect your assets. If you need some help, go to our website maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Uh, we manage money there. We're very conservative uh, uh, investors in the stock and bond markets. I'd like to help you out. You can request an appointment. It's maxoutsavings.com. But at a minimum, sign up for the free newsletter. It comes out once a month talking about these issues. And remember our motto, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. Uh, don't forget our website. It's maxoutsavings.com, maxoutsavings.com. And I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next weekend right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.